I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number 6047, Level 1, Unrestricted, Containment Class, Safe, Disruption Class, Dark, Risk Class, Notice, Special Containment Procedures, SCP-6047 is kept contained in a standard biological entity containment unit located at Site-228. SCP-6047 appears to enjoy the activity of play with personnel and daily interactions with the entity have been approved. Following the events of Addendum 6047.2, no males are to interact with SCP-6047, and all handling duties must be performed by female personnel. The SCP-6047-A instances do not need to be handled by staff. Description SCP-6047 is the disembodied right hand belonging to the late Jacqueline Walzer. It is severed at the wrist and the stump itself is covered with skin. SCP-6047 is animate through unknown means and aware of its surroundings despite the lack of visual organs. It is capable of using its fingers for locomotion and for other tasks. SCP-6047-A are smaller instances, functioning similarly to SCP-6047, however, they appear less capable. Discovery SCP-6047 came to the Foundation's attention following an investigation into the disappearance of Lucas and Jacqueline Walzer, a married couple. Local authorities entered their residence and discovered the corpses of both individuals in the basement of the residence. Mrs. Walter was notably missing her right hand. Foundation personnel took over the investigation following the discovery of several texts and materials relating to thaumaturgical practices, as well as reports from police referring to a walking hand scuttling around at the site. The anomaly was recovered and the relevant amnestization protocols were followed. An examination by Foundation thaumatologists revealed that the document had been embedded with an info hazard causing viewers to believe that they are viewing a text pertaining to a subject of their desire in thaumatology. Following rigorous perceptive filtering, it was found that the documents were completely blank. Addendum 6047.1 The following are the latest entries from the recovered journal of Jacqueline Walzer found at the residence. Access file. The entire house is cold. It's almost like ice. Of course, Luke doesn't mind. He never does. Just the kind of person he is. Always steadfast when it came down to it. Never wavering. Ever dedicated to a task. I wish I was more like him, but, you know. He's been rummaging so much in the kitchen, I don't think there's even a scrap left. He brought some papers yesterday. A whole bunch of them. All old-looking and worn. He didn't tell me where he got them from, but it might have been from those guys he's been hanging around with. Anyway... He's been rumbling down in the basement since last night without any sleep. I think this is all related to us not being able to have kids. We've always wanted them. Ain't life cruel? I wish I could just beat it into submission. Fate? Existence? There's nothing we can ever do. I will resent and hate it, always. I'm just a weight on Luke's shoulders, and I know I can't convince him to stop. Will it work? I don't want to doubt him, but he's no master magician. Don't get into trouble, Luke. 
Let's just do with what we have. Don't get into trouble. Luke looks so happy. He came out of the basement. He's smiling like he never has before. It's the first time it looks so genuine ever since the day we realized. He kissed me. Said it'll work. That we won't be alone ever again. He just went back down and told me to come when he called. I don't know what to think. I want to have kids. Raise them and be proud of who they become. Know that they'll watch me when I'm passing and remember me when I'm part of the earth. Just like mama once did to me. I trust Luke. I trust him completely. I love him and he loves me. I can't doubt him. I never will. After everything he did, how could I? Destroy all shreds of doubt. Believe in him completely. I feel so happy right now. What will I name him? I think I'll name the boy Jack. And what about a girl? I'll name the girl Sarah. Or Riley. Yeah. My mama. I'll be just like her one day. Kind and caring. He's calling me. Our hands will be together always. Addendum 6047.2 Incident Report A week after initial containment, Dr. Matthew Chen, who had been responsible for the care of SCP-6047, entered SCP-6047's containment unit to find it unusually erratic and affectionate compared to its usual behavior. SCP-6047 clasped tightly onto Dr. Chen's left hand. Several minutes later, arriving security personnel aided Dr. Chen in dislodging SCP-6047. Dr. Chen was later sent to the medical bay following the incident for an analysis, which uncovered no abnormalities with Dr. Chen. Throughout the next nine hours, a growth similar to a cyst began expanding across the palm of SCP-6047, and it grew sluggish compared to its usual nature. The growth's inflation concerned researchers assigned to the anomaly, and an emergency procedure was planned to analyze the cause. However, Prior to the procedure, researchers noted movement within the sack. Several minutes later, SCP-6047 started to convulse before its growth broke and expelled its contents. A liquid, identified to be amniotic fluid, and two hands dismembered roughly at the same area as SCP-6047 were recovered. The instances resembled the hands of newborn human infants, and both were identified to be biologically female. After an autosomal DNA test, it was found that Dr. Chen was inadvertently the biological father of the instances. These were labeled as SCP-6047-A instances, and SCP-6047's containment procedures have been updated. They are kept in the same unit as SCP-6047, and it has been observed to tend to them. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Kelsey Narrates and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. I'm not going to get rich doing this, but it does take money to keep a podcast running. All patrons get early access to every episode I publish. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their links in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. 
The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.